welcome to Big Blend Radio's Food, Wine, and Travel Show, where we go across country and travel the world with members of the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's show. We're very excited to really focus on the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association, what they do why you should be a member, and um, how they work with writers, destinations, and everyone in the tourism, food, and wine industries. And also, we're going to talk about their recent conference and their one coming up in 2024. As we always say, go to IFTWA. We say IFTWA uh, is very easy to say, and you can go to ifwtwa.org to learn more. But today, we're going to be chatting with some of the board members and board directors and uh, get a good insight. So first, we're going to start off with Madam President, Corey Solomon. Uh, she is also, the, as along with being the president, she's the membership chair. And you can also keep up with her writing if you go to writtenpalette.com. So welcome back, Corey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Last time we talked about Torrance, California. Yes, so, and today we get to talk about IFTWA. So excited about that. Uh, I want to go and bring everybody on the show. We've also got Amy Piper. Amy's been on our shows a couple of times over the years. Uh, she is a director and also the publications editor. So the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association, along with doing conferences and all kinds of professional development, uh, also has their own magazine. It's beautiful. It's FWT, Food, Wine, Travel. And uh, you can keep up with Amy at followthepiper.com. So welcome back, Amy. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Lisa. Hey, it's good to see you. I heard that you have another book in the works. Is that true? It is. It's called Secret Michigan, A Guide to the Weird, Wonderful, and Obscure, and it will be out in the spring. Weird and Wonderful. Is that going to include food and wine? It will have, a um, yes, some food okay. and wine items. And it has a lot of history and historical information. Good. I bring up wine because I got to bring Dave Nershi on the show. Dave uh, is also a board member. Everybody's a board member on the show. And uh, we, we go to him for wine. You can go to his website, vino-sphere.com. And he's professional development side of IFTWA. So welcome, Dave. How are you? Uh, doing very well, thank you. How long have you been a member of IFTWA? I've been a member for four years. Okay, wow. And you have got one of the top wine blogs in the country, right? So wine has always been part of your life. Uh, I enjoy it. And uh, that was one of the reasons why I joined IFTWA was uh, to connect with like minds uh, through IFTWA and uh, learn about more wine destinations and meet other wine writers. Awesome. Awesome. And I think you've done well with that. So uh, you're also uh, the first vice president, right? So you're, you're, yes. you're moving on up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, also, Deborah Berlin has been on the show. Uh, the last time she was on the show, she talked about her cruise through Alaska. And um, this was interesting because she's known as the tropical travel girl. You can go to her website, tropicaltravelgirl.com. But um, she really, she loves the tropics, but she's been branching out and dipping her toes in colder water. Uh, but she's also the media uh, trip chair. So welcome back to the show, Deborah. How are you? Thank you. So glad to be back with you. And you've got your tropical scene right there behind you for those who are watching on, on YouTube here. So you Always tropical warm? dreaming. 
That's it. Do you have like plants, tropical plants in your house? Just no. to keep you warm? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, like, I do no. not have a green thumb. <laughs> oh, but she but does have a lot of sand. pictures of them. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I want to bring Kat back on the show. Kat was on our show. I think it was last Anderson. She is the social media chair. She is the social media whiz. She really is. And uh, so if you follow Iftwa on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, is it threads? No, it's X. Kat, I said X, the wrong yes, thing. Correct. The spot, but it's still Twitter.com. So it like, is. Yeah. It's a change switch over. I don't know what to say. Like, do you put it on your website, go to X, or do you say Twitter or Twitter X? People still use both interchangeably. When you say Twitter, we all know what you mean X. So, yeah. It's so funny. It's, all right. So, and F2 is on all of it, right? Yes. Ah, I, I not love following threads, Not on threads and not on TikTok, but on all the rest. Okay. Okay, good. Everyone, uh, keep up with Kat. Go to coffeeandmascara.org and... Um, you have a reason for that too. She I do. for coffee. Yeah. Well, yes, yes, I do. If you're on YouTube, you see my coffee mug. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which is actually from one of our recent um, media trips. Thanks, Deborah. <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. Well, the social media is a big aspect for IFTWA for uh, people that are writers for the destinations, but for the general public, I love following IFTWA. I always tell people, go follow hashtag IFWTWA because you can go around the world. I mean, if it's, listen, we're getting into the winter weather and some of you really know about winter weather um, and you need to go armchair traveling, just follow the hashtag, right, Kat? Absolutely. <laughs> you can go anywhere. Know it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, Corey, I, I want to start with you uh, with IFTWA. Um, you've been a member for years. I was going through some archives of our magazine. I realized like you really were like a while now you've been a member. I've been a member since 2013. And like hmm. Dave, one of the reasons I joined was because of the wine aspect. I think we are one of the only travel association groups for professionals that have wine as one of the criteria. Hmm. And that's important because you're actually supporting agricultural as well and small business by focusing on the wine. And destinations that are up and coming. That's one thing I've noticed with IFTWA riders that they're not always doing, here's Napa over and over again. We're going, you know, all over the country and around the world. Yes, definitely. Because you've got yeah. people involved with wine from everywhere and mm. with IFTWA. Mm. So, Corey, um, in regards to membership, I wanted to touch on that. We interview a lot of members on the show. Um, a lot of writers and then also destinations. So you've got the associates, which I want to talk about so that folks know, you know, who, who can join and why. So let's, but let's start with the travel writers. Um, some of the benefits for joining as a travel writer. I think you've got a lot of benefits and people have to remember it's with any organization, it's what you put into it for what you get out of the organization. And so um, I think you've got, you're talking for the people who are here joining us from IFTWA, um, we're talking about media trips. We're talking about our professional development conference. Uh, we're also talking about uh, professional development. We offer webinars, which Dave will go into more when he it's his turn to speak. We've, uh, the, this networking aspect of it it's a great place to network mm -hmm. there um 
it's a really, I'm going to use the word nice, but it's a good group of very of diverse people coming together who have the same goal. We all want to yeah, improve our writing, increase, um, what's the word I want? Increase our, ex, ex, well, expand our knowledge um, and learn more about travel, food, and wine. So mm-hmm. definitely the media trips. I know from everyone we've interviewed, networking and working with others seems to be one of the top things for them because writing can be pretty lonely. <laughs> you know, it's like you go on this whirlwind tour someplace and then you need, or you know, you sit down and you go to write. And so having people that have been there before, maybe you need an extra photo or need an extra contact. That's what I've heard from travel writers is from that are members of IFTWA that the networking is a huge deal, not just with the associate members between writers and destinations, but just among the writers themselves or like a, a family and become friends traveling too. Absolutely. Mm. So when it comes to the associate members, let's talk a little bit about that because I know we look at CVBs, uh, convention visitor bureaus, DMOs, destination marketing organizations as definitely uh, members, you know, places like, you know, uh, Steuben, Explore Steuben. We've got places like Whidbey and Camino Islands and um, let's go. We've done so many park city, Utah, um, even city pass like city pass is an interesting example because they have discount tickets to attractions in all across North America from Toronto down to Atlanta, California, um, discounted tickets. So that would be an interesting, uh, just a description to, to give people an insight that the associate is not always a destination and you have a lot of destinations, but can be these kind of tour companies and travel companies. Right. It's anything involved in the industry. It can be a winery. It could be um, a food a f- example of a company that runs food tours. It It's quite broad. I mean, most of our, our associates right now are destinations. And I will say on talking about membership, we are offering two promotions right now, which go through February 25th. One is for our media members, uh, we're waiving the $50 application fee. Um, and then um, for associate members, uh, it's half off the first year of uh, membership. Oh, that's really cool. And speaking of that, you say about the application fee for the for the media, because um, you also have authors like Amy's an author, right? You know, photographers as well. But when you, when we get into that part of it, um, they have to apply. So what is the, what are the criteria for people to apply sure. as a writer? Um, the may, you know, there's different categories, as you said. So it's a, it, it's different, a little bit different for each category, but the may, I'll, I'll say the, what most people, uh, apply for as a writer journalist. And, um, besides, you know, telling about yourself, you need what we said, two years of, clips um and those clips would include uh four clips from the last year and then where it gets confusing is four clips from the prior year to last year okay so So that it shows um, that you're consistent it shows you're consistent obviously it's a little bit different when if you're a blogger versus a writer journalist and then obviously if you're a photographer it's a little different but those are the 
the basics is you 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 have to give eight examples of your of your work and show that you've not been in it you've got to become a member you have to have been writing for at least 2 years what are your scholarship programs about cuz i know that's actually how we started um you know connecting with ifto years and years ago with uh, marilyn hill where um some of the scholarship winners i think that was cuz ifto's got a and it is international and it had a huge connection with Australia, New Zealand. Um, it's kind of how it got its international bearings many, many years ago. And um, the scholarship winners were the ones coming on the show. And it, temp- it was kind of like a part of their prize package um, is to be able to talk about the destination and their writing. But it always seemed that the scholars, scholarship winners were just at the beginning of their craft. So what are the opportunities for true beginners that, are like, hey, I'm in. I know I can write. I know I can do this. How do they get involved if they're right at that beginning point? Well, we have, um, we do have a student membership. Which, um, if you are a student at a school, there are certain qualifications there. And then we also have, if you're a newer writer and you can show, we do have what we call a provisional membership. We don't really, okay. we don't advertise it. But when okay. it comes up, uh, we do look at the each situa- situation individually. Okay, cool. To help people, because I know professional development is a big part of it. And it's great to hear like tour guides and everyone can be part of this. For the associate members, um, is the biggest thing, uh, you know, benefit for them joining to be able to connect with the writers? Is that one of the major parts of it? That is one. And then you've also got, uh, they get to host a webinar uh, on their destination. They obviously get to come on. They come on big. Many of them come on big blends. <laughs> yes, we have um, fun with them. You know, so but I would say the majority is connecting with uh, the media okay. and our journalists. And then um, we are going to start some new things to get to open up the door a little bit more for both our our members and for our meaning our writer members and our associate members. Excellent. Excellent. I want to go over to you, Dave, um, in the professional development part. So that part of it is webinars, but it's also um, to help with the development of the actual craft itself, but it's also these connections, right? Between the destinations and the writers. Uh, Definitely. And so we do a lot. Our, our goal is to help our members take their skills to the next level. So we have professional development targeted webinars that would work on different things like uh, video editing, uh, SEO optimization, uh, and uh, even uh, using hashtags. Kat did a nice webinar on that. So we have a lot of uh, topics for webinars that help you develop professionally. In addition to that, we have, as you know, uh, many webinars that feature destinations and attractions. Um, and this is great for our members because they can learn about new destinations, make connections with the contacts, uh, and perhaps arrange for a visit to that particular city or region. Um, so that's been great. It was especially valuable during the pandemic, when no one was going anywhere, they could tune into the webinar and learn about a new destination and have a good conversation about that. 
So in addition to uh, DMOs and CVBs, we do wine regions, we do culinary as well. And uh, so we'd like to think we provide some interesting, uh, you know, uh, webinars and, and topics for our members. I love that. So Kat, let's go over on the social media side, because I know you did, you know, the workshops on the conference, and we'll get to the conference at the end and have a, you know, what happened last year and what's coming up next year part of it. But the social media part, and is that really a huge part for travel writers, right, to really understand that, and something expected that the associates that say, hey, come over, you know, cover our area, but we want to see, we want those hashtags out there. (laughs) Yeah, I think as we all know, I mean, social media obviously is a great way to increase awareness of any destination, any business, restaurant we dine at, anything like that. And the lines are more and more blurred between influencers, content creators, travel writers. Of course, our destinations want us to be posting on social media, sharing those hashtags, tagging those destinations. So some of the webinars will we definitely focus on. Here's how to properly do that when you are you know, showcasing a destination, here's the hashtags that they want you to use. And I give my tips and tricks from the media trips that I've been on and, you know, what I do to simplify things when I'm on a trip and we're all really there to help each other. And Mm. social media is another great way for our members to connect with each other, but also network with other people and destinations. Mm. And also, so your help travel writers, um, We'll go on a trip somewhere, whether or not it's an IFTWA media trip. I see you guys seem to post a ton of what's happening for the members. So that's another huge benefit is that um, the travel writers and the associates get those reposts and shares and stories like refeatured and on Twitter and things like that, right? Absolutely. So what we do on a weekly basis is we have sharing days. So on our Facebook page, Mondays are Toot Your Own Horn Day, which is a day where you get to share anything exciting that you've done, food, wine, travel related, whether it be a guest on a podcast like this, you can drop that link in there, whether it's an article you've recently written about a destination, a blog post you've done. And the other days, Travel Tuesday, you can post about anywhere you've been. And so again, let's say I want to re-highlight a press trip I was on, I'm going to share that again. So the destination's they're getting um, publicity from us, not only during the trip, but afterwards on our travel Tuesdays, wine Wednesdays, thirsty Thursdays, or throwback Thursdays, and of course, foodie Fridays. I'm going to say, don't you leave those foodie Fridays. <laughs> Love those foodie Fridays. You leave well, the best yes. for last, right? Yeah, foodie Friday. And listen, that wine, hey, listen, don't, don't don't take that wine away. Dave will get mad at us here, but and, and I will too. And so we're we'll all going to get upset if we leave out the wine. Uh, but speaking of that publicity, I want to go over to Amy because of the Food Wine Travel Magazine, FWT. Um, that's a really good way for writers to uh, get published, right, Amy? So, um, the, and also for the destinations to be featured in. It is. Um, I, um, have um, a new senior editor working with me now. His name is Craig Stoltz. And the great thing about him is he's bringing his experience from the Washington Post travel editor area. And he was the editor of the Washington Post uh, travel section. And so he's really taking things to a new level and helping our writers improve their skills 
while they're writing the articles, he'll provide feedback. And we're kind of upping our game there and helping the writers. He really loves coaching and mentoring. So he's oh, been wow, a great, amazing. a great addition to the team. And, um, Deb also works uh, with me uh, on the magazine. And um, another thing that we're doing for destinations right now is if you offer an IFTWA media trip, we are taking those members who want to participate um, that went on the media trip, we're letting them create a package with us and so we'll have an overview article and then we'll have deep dives that are all linked together. So from a destination perspective, you're not just getting one article, but you're getting a complete package of articles yeah. on our magazine. That's so, amazing. So, yeah, that's fantastic. So those are a couple of new things that we're, that we're implementing and um, we're having a great time doing it. And for those, uh, they can go, is there a specific website? I know you can go to ifwtwa.org and, and see it there, but is there a specific website and social media uh, section that people can go and find the magazine? Yeah, the magazine is fwtmag.com. And okay, uh, you can go check that out. Mm, excellent. So people can go check out the destinations and the writers. And it's always beautiful photos and it's a beautiful publication. So I love that. And tying back into the media trips, I know that's a huge deal. Uh, Deborah, I want to touch on that with you because I know you're the chair of that and putting those trips together, which is never just, hey, let's make a trip happen and then click your fingers. And, and you know, it's not it's not easy. There's so many aspects. So I even look at the, the recent conference. That's like a gigantic media trip with all kinds of different things happening. So that I think is going to be one of the major reasons for everyone to join IFTWA, right? Oh, definitely. Uh, all the pre-trips and post-trips surrounding the conference are in addition to the other main press trips that happen throughout the year. And uh, I'm just kind of taking over this new uh, chairmanship. Linda Milks had uh, mm -hmm. been serving in that capacity. And so I'm just kind of getting my feet wet into it and but I'm really pleased to be able to to do that and look back at the previous years and see how many trips really have been offered to the membership over the years. It's just amazing. Mm, can you give uh, just, some people some ideas of some of the trips over the years? Well, just within the past year alone, we've offered six uh, media trips within the U.S. and Canada, and one international trip. Uh, for the past several years, there's been an opportunity to to apply for a trip in Greece. Um, another international trip in the past was in Jordan. Uh, yeah. But just this, this year alone, uh, there were trips in, to Louisville, Kentucky, to Memphis, Tennessee, to Thunder Bay, Ontario, and Canada, to Lafayette, Louisiana, um, and went to, to um, Cabo San Lucas in Mexico, another international. And one is under, is right now, people are on a trip to uh, Greenville, South Carolina with a holiday wow. theme. So <clears throat> 
that's just within 2023. And we have several uh, coming up that are still kind of in the planning process that can't really talk about yet. But um, uh, I also was, I kind of counted up how many IFTWA members were able to participate in a media Mm -hmm. trip. Just last year, there were 42 members that participated in in media trips, which I think is quite a successful number of people that uh, applied and were accepted to media trips. I think so too. And when you think about once the stories get out and, um, you know, being part of the magazine and then their media outlets, the amount of publicity a region gets is astronomical. It's huge, you know, and not just in, in being published, but the social media part of it, like Kat was saying, I mean, there's, it's like a two prong thing. It's like, here's the digital media, you know, where, or it could be a newspaper or a proper printed magazine could be podcasts it could be photography but then it goes out on social media too for so the destinations do really well and yet they Mm -hmm. know that these are writers like Corey, you were saying that these are writers that have been vetted that they've they've been consistent and worthy of going to these destinations so um it's very very cool to have that kind of those bars of quality you know Mm -hmm. that people have to be part of so that's fantastic um Corey, I wanted to touch back before we get into the conference, because I know that's a major thing for members and non-members. That's a great way for people to become members, right? Um, The conference, can you tell everybody about this last year, 2023, because that was pretty darn epic. Actually, they all seem to be pretty epic to me (laughs) when when you start reading where you're going and and all the side trips that are part of it. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that, you, you know, you had this cruise, but then some of the writers were in Palm Springs afterwards. So like all kinds of things. You've got to unmute yourself. (laughs) I'm going to share this limelight with Amy because Amy was our conference chair last year. And um, she she did a fantastic job. Um, I worked together on the media trips. We had more media trips than I think we've ever had off of based off of conference because you also have to think about the, where you stop along the way with the ship, you need to have activities for along the way. So we had to put together media trips uh, in San Francisco and in greater Victoria, as well as before the conference in uh, outside of Vancouver and then out within Los Angeles or out, outside areas where the we docked at the end. Uh, I think our goal, and I think Amy will agree, that we wanted everyone who was on the cruise to participate in a media trip. Um, So on top of the 40 that Deborah talked about, we had 40 plus on media trips Mm -hmm. who were on the participating in the conference. So I think Mm -hmm. that's very important. Our goal is that everybody gets something. I'm going to let Amy add anything to that since if she's got anything more that I haven't said, which I'm sure she does. (laughs) Well, we had over a a dozen media trips, so that was fantastic uh, with Corey's connections on the West Coast. Um, We had the conference. We had members speaking at the conference, but also we had a keynote uh, that, uh, was not a member who has become a member now. So, uh, the, 
those are the kinds of things. We really highlighted wine. That was something that Corey and Andy Harris brought to the conference this year. That and everything that Princess Cruises had on their ship around wine, that really became a focus this year. And the 360 experience was apparently quite the hit. It was. It was. Mm Um, it was everything from $500 bottles of wine to, um, uh, 360 experience, uh, from video. And, um, it was just, uh, phenomenal in that it, it was seven courses with food and wine pairings together around mm-hmm. the Mediterranean. So, wow. That's amazing. And then you think about the professional development and networking that also happened on the cruise. So you've got the media trips, the experience on the Discovery, the Princess Discovery, but at the same time, it was a networking right between everybody as well. It was. I mean, you really get a chance to know people a little bit better. Um, and then, for example, Kat and I were able to take a post-media trip and get to know each other a little better. So while we're on the board together, we really got to know each other a little bit better in person. That's awesome. That's awesome. So let's talk about 2024. Apparently, you're going to the other side of the country. Yes, we are. And still near Canada. <laughs> yes. We hope to recruit some Canadians to help us. Besides there we Canada. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, 2024 is going to be in... Uh, Corning and Finger in the Finger Lakes. Um, we're just working on it. We've got things moving forward. We hope to have, you know, I've got a some working with me on media trips. Uh, I don't know if she's ever been on Big Blend, but Nancy Munson. And then we're working on sponsors. Um, so I've got uh, two people working. You know, we're we're gonna. Although we're focusing for sponsors across the United States, we're going to primarily focus in the New York area, especially near the Finger Lakes, Um, maybe Canada, because you've got uh, some of the Canadian uh, provinces are not too far. Um, And then we'll also, I've come to find out that Pennsylvania is only like 30 minutes from the Finger Lakes. So it is. We're going to focus there and obviously other areas to get sponsors and maybe get some media trips from all around. And um, we've got some promising, promising things to happen. Nothing's on paper yet. So, you know, I can't say that much. And then uh, Dave is going to be our wine specialist for the trip. And then Andy will do the culinary. Andy Harris will do the culinary and we've already begun work on that dave can talk a little bit to that mm. tell no. us a little bit about the wine because it's the finger lakes and that's you know amazing but isn't there dave isn't there a trail because i remember going from we were in erie pennsylvania for a while and um and press isle by the way there are people there are there. trails everywhere there are hundreds of wineries in the finger lake region so this is an area i've been visiting uh, many times over the last 15 years. So Corning is in Steuben County, New York, mm-hmm. and uh, it's 
not just known for wine, they have the uh, Corning Museum of Glass, which is an incredible uh, destination. They also have uh, the Rockwell Museum, which is a, an affiliate of the Smithsonian Institute. So it's another fantastic museum. Uh, they have some uh, aviation history in Hammondsport, uh, which is known as the gliding capital of the U.S. So this is where they take up the planes, they tow them up and cut you loose and you're flying without an engine. So uh, there are a lot of interesting things there. Uh, there's a lot of farm to table cuisine. There's a lot of agriculture and of course, wine. So uh, we'll be, uh, Steuben County uh, includes part of Cuca Lake, but there are 11 total Finger Lakes. So there's a lot to see. And there's a lot to taste just a short distance away is Seneca Lake, which has uh, more than 100 wineries around it. And uh, Cayuga is another great one as well. So there's uh, and the the wine is incredible. I'm partial to their dry Riesling as well as their Cabernet Franc. And uh, what makes their wine special is the uh, terroir. So they've got all of the lakes, and they have sloping vineyards, uh, similar in many regards to uh, the landscape in Germany and in the mm. Moselle region. So it's wonderful. We're going to have some uh, wine workshops. We're going to have some panels. We're going to listen to winemakers and, and others from the region. So we're going to have a lot mm. of fun and taste a lot of good wine. Apparently, according to Dave, from Explore Stuben. And I'm glad you said Stuben because I keep saying Stuben. And we decided last time he was on the podcast that stupendous <laughs> destinations, okay. stupendous. Uh, but um, he said they have some of the best ice cream in the area too. So I'm just saying <laughs> ice cream and ha like a real good hamburger, like you're in for treats uh, when you get there. But Corey, is this going to happen in the fall like last year and, and the conferences yeah, before? The the conference is scheduled for September 8th through the 11th. Okay. Um, we'll we will have pre and post trips. Yes. Which it's will go. It's a beautiful time now. of year. Beautiful. No, it's I've been beautiful. At that time. We haven't gone all the way to where you're going, um, but we've been there like in Seneca area and saw the signs to Corning and like, we need to go. We need to go. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm a little jealous, but um, I'm very excited for everyone that's going to go. Um, so when, you know, people listening now interested, what's the best thing for them to do to be able to stay up to date on the conference, especially for those who are not members yet, but we're hoping that they get off their butts and become a member now if you're not a member. Well, for, you should become a member now because we're offering the promotions right. and then you're ready for the conference to sign up. Uh, sign up will be going up after the first of the year, but I recommend if you want to follow what's going on with the conference is to follow our website, you know, okay. or you can email us and we can keep you up to date too. I mean, um, okay. our administrators, when she receives these emails, forwards them on to the person that should okay. needs to respond. So usually most of the time it's me. So, and then I try to respond immediately, but I think following the website, we've just put an announcement up to save the dates. Okay. Um, so, um, but I hope shortly after the first of the year, we'll, we'll have more 
information going up about the conference mm -hmm. as we um, move forward. Now I can say we are, if you are a member or thinking about becoming a member, we are going to have a webinar with the, uh, with uh, Steuben Corning and the Finger Lakes uh, on, I think it's March 13th. Am I correct, Dave? That uh, that's was right. Yeah. Okay. And so we're going to, we're going to welcome that webinar will probably be open to other outside of members because okay. if someone's interested in joining, wants to learn about where our conference is, uh, they can attend that one. Mm -hmm. I do want people and, to know that uh, Stuben, uh, Explore Stuben will be on our second Tuesday uh, IFTWA podcast. Uh, Dave will be on there in January. So everyone can stay yes. tuned for that too. So go ahead, Lisa. Dave. Uh, yeah, I was just going to mention another good thing people could do to stay informed about the conference is follow us on social because mm -hmm. we'll have announcements when registration is open and other details. So uh, Kat will handle that. But Kat follow will be us busy. on social. And she'll I be drinking can. coffee. She's going to have all extra be busy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll all be busy. I love it. I, it's exciting. Um, in closing, I want to go to each of you. And, you know, we look at the be the member benefits, right, of being associate or not, uh, or a media, right? Um, but I want to kind of go to each one of you. There's moments in, in your experience with IFTA where you go, man, I'm so glad I'm a member. You know, I'm so glad I, you know, experienced this or I learned something really cool or I met somebody really cool. So just something personal that um, for you that you are glad you're a member, you're all on the board. So you definitely have been involved uh, in, in IFTWA for quite a bit. So let's start with you, Deborah. Do you have something you can share that you go, yeah, this was really cool for me? <laughs> well, I joined in 2018 and that was the year that the conference was on Whidbey Island, Washington. Oh, Yeah. I had never been to Washington State. I had never really been to the Pacific Northwest. And now I just love it. And so I've I've been able to go back um, on a, another media trip through IFTWA to the Olympic National Park and Seattle again. And oh, that's right. So that was kind of opening my mind up to things other than tropical. And then also we had a, another conference in, in Santa Fe, New Mexico, another area I had never been. So being in IFTWA has really uh, expanded my travel horizons as well as, um, you know, my knowledge in um, wine mm -hmm. and just meeting all the wonderful people that are a part of it. That's awesome. That's a, and it is beautiful areas everywhere you were talking about are some of the most special places for sure. Kat, mm -hmm. what about you? Let, let's go to you for one of yours, your IFTWA moments. Um. I mean, obviously getting to travel to places that weren't necessarily on my radar has also been a benefit, but the networking with members for me has been really fun. On a personal note, when Deborah came to Vancouver, we actually met up and, yeah. you know, I walked her and Steven around Vancouver and showed them around. And I know that if I go to see her and Steven, she would do the same. It, the networking within members, there's definitely... We don't have a gatekeeping factor. You know, if I was to say, hey, Corey, who's the editor of? She wouldn't be like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can tell you that. Right. They were very open and helpful. And as a writer, like you said before, Lisa, it can be very lonely. It's us and our computers. So just knowing that I can reach out to people if I want to plan a trip or if I, 
need help trying to place an article and help in brainstorming, I know that I've got people that are ready and willing to help me. And that's huge. That is huge. I think so. Corey, what about you? Well, as most of you know, I wear a lot of hats. And but one of the things I love to do is connect people. So um, I'm a, I've always been a big networker. And I love to share things and bring people together. And I think I remember early on, and I think it was probably in 2018, I was on a media trip in um, the Willamette Valley. And I contacted a bunch of our org members who are situated around there in, in Oregon, and we all got together. So it's it's that camaraderie. Um, I always like to say, one of my goals as president is collaboration, camaraderie to feel a part of. And so I think that's one of the things that I really like. Um, it's enabled me to expand. It's also helped me to open, as I said, open my horizons to new areas and and to, you know, especially in California, it's easy for me to organize things. And it's helped me to learn how to organize a media trip, you know, so I do that for another group I'm a member of. So, you know, it, I've learned a lot. So mm. that's fantastic. And I think one of the main benefits, just being on the other side of if one, all the interviews uh, with the associates and then also the media is that you're carrying the torch of tourism and responsible tourism and, you know, letting people know about the small business owner, the small winemaker, um, these destinations that a lot of times people may not always hear about. And so the impact, as all writers have, is huge. Uh, when you look at um, publicity is a big deal, you know, versus buying advertising. And um, you guys are really keeping that going. And I think during COVID, I talk about this all the time. A lot of places just said, oh, we don't have an event, so let's just shut up. And, and I'm like, dudes, no, come on. <laughs> you got a big audience sitting at home that are bored. You need to start telling people about places. And I think what IFTWA did with the webinars is outstanding about connecting the writers with winemakers and, and destinations. Cause you'd see the writers go off armchair drinking wine. I'm doing a conference. Hey, everybody, you need to have this wine, you know? So we, I mean, everybody was keeping happy in some way, but also productive. And, uh, you know, just like I said, a lot of places in the tourism world, just shut up, like literally stopped working. And I, I saw if just jump ahead and I, I really appreciate that. And in the world, you know, for tourism and the food and wine industries, because those winemakers still need to sell wine, right, Dave? That was, they needed, you know it. Yeah, curbside delivery. <laughs> it was all there. But Dave, uh, you want to share a, a special uh, IFTWA moment for folks? Uh, sure, I will. Of course, the pandemic was really good for wine sales. They went through the roof. But uh, yeah, so a number of years ago, I rebranded my blog uh, and it had been narrowly focused on wine, and now it's wine, food, and travel. And in conjunction with that, I joined IFTWA. And so IFTWA opened me up to not just a wine focus, but looking at destinations, food, and sort of the whole package. And that really is the concept behind Venosphere. You know, it's all together. It's one one experience. So with uh, IFTWA, I've been able to expand my knowledge of different destinations and cuisines and 
met a lot of great writers who have helped me grow professionally. So yeah, I'd recommend it to everyone. I love that. And Amy, going to you, I mean, also as an author, um, isn't that also a big thing of being part of Iftwise is not just the travel writing aspect, but for you, for your books? Yes. Um, I would say the opportunity to be on Big Blend has been wonderful for me as an author to promote my book. So I've really appreciated that. Um, and, and tell everybody the book name, 100 Things to Do Before You Die in Lansing. Did I get it right? Yes. Yes. Off the top of Lansing, my head. Yes. 100 <laughs> Things to Do in Lansing Before You Die. Um, and, um, that's a city book. And then the secret Michigan is, is a whole, um, state. So I'm excited to see the expand expansion there. Um, but, you know, I would also go back to what others have said, um, that be, I've been able to grow my wine knowledge when I was going to LA last year. Uh, to work on the conference. I said, hey, Corey, I'm coming. Let's do a wine tasting. And she got that all set up. And um, so we had a great time, um, had um, a couple of other members join us. And it, it was just fantastic to be able to see in person things through the local eyes. Oh, that's awesome. I love it that you all work together. That's what I've heard the most of, you know, so uh, thank you all for joining us. And one quick round again, I want everyone to give your website for people to go and follow you and the best Instagram or Facebook or social media outlet, because if I don't bring up social media, Kat will call me and say, I'm never letting you have coffee. And I can't, (laughs) I can't. So Amy, let's start with you. Give everyone your website and best social media place. Um, I'm follow the piper. And on Facebook, I'm follow the Piper, Instagram, um, Amy, the Piper travels. She's a Piper. She's a Piper. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah, you want to tell everybody it's tropical, tropical Yes, ma'am. Tropical And I also have a Facebook page of the same name. That's also my Instagram handle. And uh, I would also just encourage anyone thinking of joining to go to fwtmagazine.com and read all the articles that have been uh, written over the years on the different travel destinations. Absolutely. I agree with you. Corey, you want to give everyone your website? Because you can also see dogs on Corey's website. Yes, you can. And they read (laughs) dog stories sometimes. Um, It's writtenpalette.com. And I'm very original with my social media te- uh, handles. It's at Corey Solomon. So, there you go. Yay, why not? And now, Dave, uh, what's the best place for you? Uh, yeah, website is vino-sphere.com. And then uh, Instagram and X is vino underscore sphere. You said X. <laughs> you get 10 points. He gets extra wine. I, I'm Kat. right next to Kat on the screen. That's why I did that. <laughs> yes, but we don't so... know next month where it's, what it's going to be. It could Who change. knows? We yeah. could all go to space on X just now. Who knows? <laughs> Kat, uh, tell everybody coffeeandmascara.org. Is that the right one? Yes, that is the right one. Coffeeandmascara.org is my blog. That's also my Facebook page. And every social channel, I am at Miss Kat Anderson. All right. And then give everyone, 
iftwa social media is it all iftwa on everything on instagram it's iftwa one there's a one right. after yeah we lost it is the number one. Oh, it is number one iftwa there one it is okay yes. 